Welcome to A Second Helping with Allison Bartow, a wedding photography podcast with a focus on second shooting. Welcome back to another episode of Save, Delete, Dodge, and Burn, my wedding recap where I discuss what went well, what didn't go so well, what I want to do more of, and what I want to do less of moving forward. And for tomorrow's wedding, it is at the Whitetail Lodge in Marysville, PA. I will be associate shooting on my own. I am shooting for someone that I've never shot for before. It is a photographer who associate shoots for the same studio that I do. So they recommended me to her. A nice thing is that in the time between when we agreed for me to work for her and this wedding, we did actually get to shoot a wedding together. So that was nice to get to know her and see her working. And it gives me a good idea of her style and how she likes to shoot. So the wedding is all at one location. So I'll just be getting there and I'll be there for four hours and getting readies there, all of it. So that'll be nice. Um, the weather's been terrible around here this week and it does call for rain tomorrow, but I'm looking at the forecast. And as of right now, it looks like the day should just be cloudy and the rain's like first thing in the morning. I'm assuming based on the location that they are planning on having an outdoor ceremony. And in the timeline, uh, at one point it says like walk to ceremony site. So that just gives me real outdoor ceremony vibes. But there aren't any other red flags from the bride's end that we're dealing with. Uh, It's a manageable sized wedding party. And that's it. So we shall see how tomorrow goes and I will check back in. Hello, it is Saturday. It is the wedding day. It is sunny right now with some storm clouds up ahead. It has been super humid today uh, with misting rain all morning. Uh, The forecast for where we're headed does call for thunderstorms throughout the majority of the day. So we shall see what they decide to do. Um, I got a little anxious this morning and it's not because of like skills or capability. It's more so that I'm realizing I really do prefer shooting with somebody else in either role, but just having that like sense of teamwork and having like a partner in crime and just being able to have that person to talk to that knows what's going on. And it's weird to have like a full day where you're the only one, but it'll be fine. It'll work out. Also, I had a really odd experience the first time I associate shot and I was on my own and there was a lot of communication gaps. So I feel like I'm remembering that experience on a level and that's making me a little bit nervous. Additionally, the photographer for this wedding is nice enough and I did shoot with her a couple months ago. She's a good photographer. However, she reached out to me in January. We both shoot for occasionally associate shoot for another photographer. He had recommended she reach out to me. She let me know that she needed someone for this date. She was kind of jammed up. Um, and so we went back and forth over the rate. We landed on something that I think is fair. It's just that it is a lot of miles and tolls that aren't really included. 
but it's fine. It's what we agreed to. So, um, then she let me know at some point that this was a wedding that she had donated. So she had donated this wedding, the photography, and then was approached with a paying job. So she booked that. So she kind of kept coming back to like, well, I, I can't pay more than this because, you know, I had donated it. So I'm not making any money on it. But it's like, yeah, but you also then took another paying gig. So it's a little bit odd. And also that's not really my, my doing. We're talking about what we're going to do to get this wedding shot. So, um, that was January. And then mid February, she sent an email to me and the bride and it was titled first draft bride and groom's timeline. And we got on the call. The bride replied all and said, Hey, it looks like there are a couple of things in here that need to be adjusted. Uh, there's, a different name for the groom. There's a different ceremony time. So I've also attached my timeline. So she had obviously some different times in there. Clearly she had her actual groom's name in there. We had the call. Everything seems good enough. I wasn't like too concerned. I did make it clear uh, with the timeline what four hours I would be there and shooting because I needed her to understand, you know, that if she wants all the cake cutting and things all the way through to the end, that wouldn't be included and in exactly what the end time was. So she was good on that. We ended up moving my start time back half an hour and we went from three and a half hours to four in order to try to cover everything that was important. So that all went fine. That was mid-February. So I was waiting to see a response email from the photographer with the updated timeline with the corrections and it never came. So this past weekend, I just replied all and I was trying to be super polite and just said, Oh, Hey guys, checking in to see if there've been any changes since our last communication, you know, updates to the timeline. And the photographer emails just me back and says, no, that's my, you know, final copy. All good. And I was like, Oh, so then I had to email back and kind of say, well, it did need adjustments. And I had to like point out what the bride had said on the call. And at the same time, the bride replied all and said, here's my timeline. And, um, that looked fine. And so we're all squared away with that, but it just makes me a little bit nervous. I'm concerned if there was any other communication between, you know, the photographer that hired me and the bride and groom, because anytime there's a breakdown in communication like that, it just, makes me nervous, um, especially with, uh, my one experience associate shooting. Uh, so I'm hoping everything's fine. Um, the biggest thing I think is like clearing up the timeline and making sure that I had the right times for the big events that she needs captured. So we should be good. And the weather just keeps kind of sun coming in and out, rain coming in and out. So we shall see. I will check in after the wedding. in the car on the turnpike headed home the wedding went well this morning it was so humid out and just misting raining off and on driving there it was just crazy clouds a little bit of intermittent rain but so humid and muggy I got there 
hour and 10 minutes before my scheduled start time. So it was a cute little lodge, um, pretty well maintained. It had some nice little areas. So I went in, set up my light stands, the reception space. So let me back up. The ceremony was outdoors on like, a, you know, a patio area with a pergola. And then there was a tent for cocktail hour with some high tops and a bar set up. And then inside the lodge, there was the dining room area. And then after dinner, they were going back down to another tented area for the dancing portion. So the reception dinner area was an L-shaped room and the sweetheart table was in the corner. So when I walked in, I was like, oh my gosh, the um, dance floor area was maybe 10 by 10 total. So for introductions and speeches and first dances, that was the area. Not a problem with toasts and speeches, but um, first dances, I was trying to set up my lights and I just felt like they were so close together. But I got those set up. Um, I only went with two. So two 8200s on light stands, aimed in the middle, gridded and gelled, and then I had two on-camera flashes. So um, I just was get like cruising around getting detail shots and then I went up to the brides getting ready area probably a little like maybe 40 minutes before I was supposed to start so I went up and met them um, because it was a little bit of a DIY wedding the mom had been running around I actually thought the mom was part of the staff because she was running around doing stuff and she had a black t-shirt on and then she turned and I saw it said mother of the bride on the back but um she was nice but a little harried um the groom was also running around doing stuff and similar to the last wedding all the groomsmen were dressed and then the groom was running around doing stuff um nice nice guy um I got a bunch of candid shots the girls I feel like this may have been the first wedding in the friend group I don't think any of the bridesmaids were married and I don't know if any of the groomsmen were I think the bride said she was 27 the maid of honor her sister had never been to a wedding before and the bride when she started planning it had never been to a wedding but between getting engaged and getting married she's been to three weddings now so um, there were a bunch of candid photos of them the room was decent there was some natural light um, there was some like overhead light and then a fan so it felt like a strobe light um, it was cool inside thank goodness um, I didn't really get groom prep pictures because they were all like running around we were able to do uh, the groom groom and his groomsmen and we did like both sides before the ceremony but she didn't see her fiance prior everyone was running how to schedule they did boutonnieres directly on their shirts which I don't love um, they had made their bouquets and boutonnieres. They were pretty. They were really bright colors. They had gorgeous peonies in them and ranunculus. Um, they were because they hadn't been like taken care of the way that a florist would take care of them. They were definitely like blown out and flopping and the petals were falling off. Um, and the boutonnieres definitely were disintegrating throughout the day. 
but they worked hard. They did a decent job. Um, everything was on schedule and we got ready to line up for the ceremony and there were clouds and it got a little bit darker and then the ceremony started. Um, the light, the sun just started going in and out and then it was short, you know, it's an outdoor um, little ceremony. The sun went away and then just crazy wind picked up and it just felt like any minute the sky was going to open up and I got so nervous for them and then somehow it literally just blew by and then the sun came back out so ceremony was good they were happy um, and then we were able to do all of the formals so it was a 4:30 ceremony so they had 4:30 to 5 for the ceremony and then 5 to 6 for portraits I was able to get all of the bridal party and family portraits done by five. So it's nice when you're able to make up that time. Um, and then we did some portraits with the bride and groom in a few different spots. And I did a couple of individual portraits of them. And everything went, it was really, really muggy and humid out. We went inside then, thankfully, for introductions and speeches and dancing and as we got inside I saw the DJ and someone else carrying the DJ table in so he had like a two and a half by two and a half foot table and he put it on the dance floor so the dance floor that I thought was small to begin with all of a sudden had a huge well not huge but there was a DJ table and it was set out from the wall and he had like other equipment behind it. So like he was real, like on the dance floor and then a huge speaker right there. And I was just like, oh my goodness. So that made me nervous. Um, I just, I was able to kind of work around it, but definitely wasn't ideal. And then everything went good. We, uh, they were about 15 minutes behind on getting their doing speeches and so it was the last half hour that I was there and I was getting nervous because I wasn't going to stay past my contract at time and I'd already started 40 minutes early but we were able to like make up that time so I was able to get out right on time they were super happy the parents were really nice it started to rain as I was leaving um, so it held out I'm hoping it actually brings in cooler air for them because now all the dancing is happening down under the tent and outside so there were definitely some of the older guests leaving and heading home, um, so hopefully the, the party animals will hang out and have a good time, but um, we shall see. I'll download the photos and view them and see what else I forgot. Um, I feel like there were a couple of other things, but they'll come back to me. Um, so yeah, all in all, it went well, and they were really nice, and they seemed super happy, so um, all's well that ends well. All right, I'll check in later. back for the final portion of my recap. I downloaded all of the photos and I averaged 482 per hour, which at first seemed pretty high because there wasn't um, a reception dancing. But then I was thinking about it. And I think part of it was because I was the only photographer, I wanted to make sure that I was really 
capturing everything and being thorough. And I was only there for four hours. So I really wanted to try to make sure I was getting everybody. So I'm okay with that number. Something else that I realized yesterday was um, the bouquets, they kept like floating up and then they were like awkward, holding them a little bit awkwardly. And what I realized was because they made the bouquets, the flowers were like straight up and down and then tied with ribbon. And when a florist makes a bouquet, they actually angle the stems and they go around so that the bouquet is more of a mounded shape. And someone that's doing a DIY bouquet, it ends up being more of a presentation style bouquet. So like something that you would hand to like Miss America where you're supposed to cradle it. So I realized that's why they were getting high moving up because their arms weren't long enough to keep it low enough because it was like really long. So I realized that later. Um, Something else I was excited that I remembered to do was a couple of the guys had glasses on with tinted lenses. And I'm traumatized from the time that I asked the young brother at the one wedding to take off his sunglasses. And he told me that they were his prescription glasses. And I felt really bad. So what I've been asking now is, are those transition glasses or are they sunglasses? Um, So he was like, no, these are my regular glasses. And I was like, all right, great. So I felt better about that because I felt really bad. Um, when I assumed that the little the young guy was wearing sunglasses. One of the things that I want to do more of is trying to get more wide environmental shots to kind of show them where they are for their wedding. A challenge with this venue was if you turn the one way, you had the parking lot in the background. So even if you tried to angle it, you were still kind of catching like sections of cars in there, which I hate. Um, and when you turn the other way, you, even in open shade, you had like a really bright background, which I don't love that either. So it was a little tricky um, to find a really good picturesque spot where you didn't have to be kind of super tight on them. I have some that are a little bit wider, but I'd like to be able to go, you know, just much wider. Um, posing, I'm getting more and more comfortable with posing. I'm feeling pretty good about like the groups and just getting everybody lined up, not in horseshoe shape and just directing them. And then with the couples as well, that went well, but it's still crazy. I feel like I put them in a position and then I go to another position and I feel like my mind's blank. And then I'm like, there are more positions, but in the moment you just feel like I don't know where else to put their limbs. So I'm going to just keep working on that. Something I did do that I learned from one of the Vanessa Joy YouTube videos was um, she has the couple just kind of stand there and she walks around them. So at one point I said, you guys just hang out, do whatever, you know, comes naturally. I'm just going to walk around a little bit. And so they were just talking and then I kind of walked around and I was able to get detail shots of like the back of her dress with his hands on them and then her looking at him and some different shots. And they were relaxed, and it took some of the pressure off. So that felt really good. And along those same lines, when I was taking the parent photos, so the individual like the bride with her parents and him, the groom with his his parents, we would take the pictures. And then I would also make sure to say like, okay, just a couple with you guys looking at each other. And those ended up being some really nice moments. Additionally, because this was another DIY wedding and everybody was running around doing so much, 
One of the downsides to that is that I find that there are few emotional moments because everyone's like task oriented. So I definitely wanted to try to capture more of those meaningful moments. And that helped just having them, you know, just instructing them to look at each other and, and take a little bit of time. So that was good. Um, so overall, it went really well. Um, yeah, number of images seemed a little bit high, but I think it's good. Um, and that's it. I want to work on wider images. Um, I don't love the ambient light in the reception space for the introductions and the first dances. I feel like there was a little bit too much ambient light going on for the first dances. So I'm going to work on that. And then lastly, the other thing I was worried about um, because of the kind of flakiness with the timeline, um, I did get a little concerned about payment. Um, during, I didn't hear anything from the photographer who booked me the day of the wedding until about half an hour before the end time. And she checked in and I said, everything was going really well. She seemed super happy. And then she said, um, can you send me your Venmo? I'll Venmo you as soon as I get home tonight. So I said, sure. And I sent her like the screen grab. So she had my username and all of that. And then I didn't hear anything from her. And then at like 640, so like 24 hours later, she just messaged me and said, hey, can you use the same email to send me the photos? And I said, sure. And then I said, I just want to confirm that you got my Venmo username. Thanks so much. And then a couple of hours went by. And then she was like, oh, can you remind me how much it was? So I told her and she said, perfect. And then I get a message that says, I don't know what's going on with my Venmo. Is it okay to Apple Pay or Zelle? Sorry. And that was like two hours later. Um, so it was a bit of a red flag because she was the one who suggested Venmo and then she's telling me it's not working and she's taking like several hours in between communications. So I sent a request through Zelle to her and then a couple hours later I had to say, hey, I just want to make sure you got that. And um, she said it wasn't working. So she called me. She's like, do you have it? Can you talk? So she called me and I was just like bracing myself because I just didn't want this awkwardness. Um, I'd uploaded all of the photos, but I hadn't shared them with her yet. The contracts that I had 48 hours to share them with her, but it didn't have a time frame in order for her to pay me. And one time I shot for someone and she was super nice, but then it took like a month and I kept getting like random messages that she was having problems and she would do it when she got home and she eventually paid me, but it was still like, it just doesn't feel good um, because you feel like it's not going to happen and something's going on. So I got on the phone with her and she was like having trouble with the Venmo. The Zelle's not working. I tried my husband's like both of them. We get to the end and it won't go through. So I said, well, do you want to try your husband's Venmo? And she said, sure. And then luckily the payment went through. And then I immediately sent her the link for the photos. But it just did make me nervous because we had, you know, gone back and forth initially with how much she was going to pay me. And she kept saying that she had donated the wedding. And then because she was like kind of quiet leading up to the wedding, I just got nervous. But it all worked out. Um, a lesson for that would be I should probably make sure in the contract it includes like a time frame for payment in addition to, you know, turning over the images. So if you have listened this far, it means you have listened to the entire episode. And I just want to say thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, please leave an honest rating and review on whichever podcast platform you're listening to. Thank you so much. 